When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Well, Tom, the boys are back in town. <laughs> <laughs> They're back, back in town. We have a great guest here that we unfortunately only have a little bit of time with because my dumbass computer crashed and... Uh, this uh, this podcast fucking sucks. I'm, no. I'm pissed yeah. off. I'm so podcast. mad that my that having to this fucking tech shit. We need a studio. We need a whole thing. I'm doing this all on my goddamn computer, and it sucks. Uh, anyways, get on the Patreon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's three dollars a goddamn month. But more importantly, go see our boy Casey James Salingo, who's here today. If you, you live doing? in if you live in Chicago, he'll be there. What are the dates again, Casey? I'll be at the Lincoln Lodge tomorrow, Thursday, the twenty second at seven PM, and then Friday the twenty third at Michael 9 Jordan. PM. Come on, pop on Maybe. in. It's be a good ass time. Buy some tickets. Get some tickets. My lovely then. wife, Courtney McGinnis, will be there with me Friday. Hilarious. What a, what a treat. Hilarious nice. group. Hilarious couple. Well, power couple. Power. Pure power. Power. Raw bottom. power. Oh. That, that, thing got a ha- that thing got a hammy? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got any gray poupon? <laughs> <laughs> Name a commercial, Tommy. <laughs> Come on. Let's zoom, squirt. zoom. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. So... um we did lose about twenty minutes of uh, recording, so great. It was the best stuff we've ever done. It was really uh, next level shit, and <laughs> it's pretty fucked up that we lost it. We redefined riffing. <laughs> <laughs> it was really Forget everything you know about podcasting, and now remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Adnan Syed back in jail <laughs> with no, what no. we said. That's how good our podcast yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. He he's. I think Adnan might be behind this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he was doing. At Best Buy. <laughs> it was <laughs> fucking up my computer. Um, anyways, um, now we're hot. Now I'm happy yeah, again. Um, so I had a guy named, I, I was working at a Mexican restaurant, and this guy, I knew the guy's name for his order, and he just said, uh, he said, just write down star. I'm like, star? What? He goes, yeah. yeah. And then he ordered an alcoholic beverage, so I had to see his ID, and his name was Adnan Sayed. Are you serious? And I was like, oh, I see why. <laughs> Just it's a coincidence. Just wow. a coincidence. Like, oh, I see why you just that... got a star. You could have picked something else. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or it was, uh, wait, what Some was the life. name of the lady who did that podcast? Uh, Sarah Koenig. Sarah Koenig. <laughs> yeah. She borrowed his ID to get booze. <laughs> 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 that's, uh, that's insane. Oh, I mean, yeah. I feel weird with, uh, you know, Tom Brady is a name like, on tough. my ID, but. Uh, it's that's Adnan Syed might be worse. That's, that's tough. tough. That's, a, that's tough, right? a tough one. I'm sorry, about but it. hey, um, let's get into the music that we're here to talk about today because we yes. don't have a ton of time. We're talking Thin Lizzy, baby. Woo! 
And I want to get ahead of this. I don't like the pressure that we put on Lizzie's in this world to be fine. <laughs> I know. It's not right. I think that uh, it's unfair. Um, it's an impossible beauty standard <laughs> um, that we put on these Lizzie's. Any Lizzie, any size Lizzie is yes. good. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Cleft palate Lizzie. Can, <laughs> can club foot Lizzie. <laughs> Whatever you want, whatever size. <laughs> well, quickly, I know we did this before, but will you tell tell people why you like Thin Lizzy? Yes. Since you're gonna have I to just love Thin yeah. Lizzy. I, you know, I've always listened to them, but in the quarantine, I had a lot of time to go down some rabbit holes, get some obsessions going. So I just started going in on Thin Lizzy. I was watching all their videos, mm-hmm. documentaries, reading books. I learned a lot about them. I thought they were just a an old American <laughs> rock band. I love that you almost did it again. I didn't do it. <laughs> so in the first it. recording. No, 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 no. American band. I found out they're Irish. Yes. And I didn't know the lead singer was black because all the pictures you see in the t-shirts, they're all black and white, so right. you can't tell. But uh, yes. so he's Phil Lynott was a, a black man, one of like three black men in Ireland mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm-hmm. incredible. Very His cool. mom was a nun mm-hmm. and why. had a missionary trip, uh, made love to uh, a man <laughs> who was African. Now, was it missionary style? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Got it in again. They said it was doggy style, but Fuck. then... But That's yeah. why she got kicked And she out. spit she spit the cum in her own pussy. Oh That's what God. they said. That's what they said in the documentary. Shut up. He asked if it was missionary. I'm just telling you what they said. So anyway. You just lost whoever was going to buy tickets to your damn show. <laughs> they weren't going to buy tickets. Come Who on. Come There's on. some listeners in Chicago. They that we, they've it. got a good little fo- uh, Chicago following. Yeah, come on out. But anyway, yeah, they sep- once they saw the baby was black, they separated him. Mm-hmm. And then she said, fuck this. She left the nunnery and said, I'm taking my baby and raise this beautiful boy to be a goddamn incredible rock star. Yeah. Hell yeah. And now he's the patron say to Ireland. They've got statues of him. He's amazing everywhere. voice. Amazing voice. Uh, amazing talent. They left him <laughs> off. What was the big farm aid? There's like a farm aid of England. Oh. And they left him off and it was, it was furious. And that's when he started. He, I think that was right before he died because he went on a real heroin bender. Yeah. And then he died of a needle infection. Needle because infection. Because they left him off this damn... Uh, festival. I'm sure you boys have been there. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't get Bridgetown one year. Uh-huh. And, uh, I did a bunch of crack. Oh, and, it. Uh, That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. And on the variety comics to watch. <laughs> Ooh, done, baby. I'm out. Um. No, that's uh. That, that's never I, I've accepted I'll never Variety is never going to have me And that's, that's Who cares It's alright you know? They want people Who are gonna quit comedy To be <laughs> To be on some show In two years mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. Real, we're the real deal um, <laughs> And Tommy Yeah We're the types Who will do this Until we die Oh yeah Whiskey bottle in hand mm-hmm. Hopefully a needle infection yep. <laughs> Some kind of infection <laughs> Oh There's gonna be An infection <laughs> involved <laughs> <laughs> just a very curable infection. Very treatable, yeah. <laughs> just no, you just don't. <laughs> we just don't get checked out. I'll just wear long sleeves. Okay, I'll take care of it. Died of a damn ear infection. <laughs> My dad's best friend, Dido, died of an ear infection. Really? What was oh, his name? No. Dido. 
Mm-hmm. Did he wave a white flag and <laughs> surrender? I don't think he did. He was a big crackhead was as it, well. That could have been part of it. Was there some sort of like, uh, oh, Dido died. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was. Was there, was there something question? like that? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I heard, was I heard like his that. tea has gone cold <laughs> and he wondered true. why. Yeah. Uh, yeah get out yeah. of coffin at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's <laughs> a lot of that. A lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, but he's dead. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dido. R.I.P. Dido. What if Dido's kid was a big fan? <laughs> we just <laughs> oh no, God, I hope not. Well, it wasn't that Dido. He's a bad man. He's a bad this man. This is the only podcast I can listen to where they don't talk about <laughs> dad time. We're sorry. We're sorry, Dido's son. I don't I think he had, had a Dido. son. <laughs> he had a kid that was always there was always a baby around his house eating Cheerios off the floor, but I don't think it was his. <laughs> I don't think uh, it was his. I wish we yeah, had you for longer, Casey. I you know. Say weird yeah, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn it. I got a lot um, of stories. All right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and hear a song. Um, you gave us some. Oh, before we listen to music, actually, we do have a voicemail from the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful oh, Bloomington, wow. Indiana, where I will be January. I believe the dates are 20 and 21. Uh, so come then. A few weeks after me. your big anniversary. That's right. January uh, 6th. That's of course. Oh, of course. Beautiful. I know you're in DC that weekend. We're all getting a lot of mileage out of that on stage. I've noticed. Like, uh-huh. It's such an easy yeah. riff to do. A guy like heckled me in Kansas City, and I was like, oh, I remember. I saw you at January 6th. And then people go nuts. No, and it's like, this is it. easy. I did a show recently. The host was like, what they did on January 6th wasn't that bad, right? And the whole crowd cheered. And oh. I was like, like, oh, oh, no. no. It's not going to go You're well for me. You're a show, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I don't want to see it last I, night. I, bom- I bombed real hard. It was oh, bad. Oh, boy. That's rough. Um. All right. The uh. Yeah, Jared, I talked to him today. He, I was surprised he came up with this so fast. He has thoughts on Thin Lizzy. I'm curious to hear him. Here's the segment. They went to Jared. What's up, y'all? It's this week's They Went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on appreciating, I hope, Thin Lizzy. So this is really cool because I feel like this is a perfect example of who should be talked about on this podcast in the appreciation simply because they are criminally underrated mm-hmm. um, just as, a, as an overall band. I know that the average rock and roll fan knows two, three of their songs, um, especially, but there is so much more to this band and Mm -hmm. I sort of famously, I mean, not really, but just, I I think I posted about this on Facebook back when I used to actually do that. And I just said something like, you know, I always knew that they were good, but I finally made like a deep dive. And of course people gave me shit for it. Like, of course they're great, blah, 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 you know? And so I am kind of late to the game as being a like deep fan, but fighting the album fighting is, I would have a hard time not naming it the most underrated album of all time. Wow. It's Mm -hmm. that good. And it's start to finish. It's just fantastic. And Rosalie is like legitimately a song that I know I can play like to open a playlist and it just gets everything going and it's amazing. And they're so obviously they have other good albums and, but not as none to me that are start to finish just amazing like that is so i really hope that people sort of do what i did and like yeah i know i know a handful of songs but like actually go and listen to like tracks you've never heard of on some of these albums 
I mean, this is the, my biggest beef for the band like Queen is like you have to wade through all this crap. <laughs> and on an album like Fighting, you don't have to do that. So anyway, I love you guys. Thanks. All right. Love you, Jerry. I was that's yeah. a, I have not ever heard Jared talk about them, Lizzie, so I wasn't Ooh. sure what his thoughts were going to be. That's pretty. That's beautiful. That's yeah, they, big. They are super underrated. I think, yeah, people know the boys are back in town, yeah. which sounds like a no, kind of a novelty song almost. Sure. See, I still rock. I still think it fucking goes, though. Yeah, yeah. Even as far as, like, there was another novelty song, uh, The Whiskey Jar, I think it's called. Whiskey, yeah, whiskey but the, in a Whiskey jar, in a Jar. Yeah. But that's like, that's like, a, like an old, old Irish song that's been right. played throughout centuries so mm-hmm. it's kind of a big deal they covered that yeah so it sounds like a novelty song but they're kind of uh, honoring their heritage mm-hmm. um which metallica also oh, played yeah. for some reason <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah no they that's the thing is i didn't realize how great they were until i really yeah dove deep and uh, want to perform watch the performances on youtube that's yes. what i need to do it. i that's just a, yeah. I was it, reading a i was reading a little um Pro, uh, profile about the rise and fall of the mm-hmm. of Thin Lizzy, and one thing that the writer recommended immediately was a, a specific concert that you could watch from I think seventy eight, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched a few songs. It fucking ruled. Ooh, Very really? fun to watch. And they did the that. cowboy song that you put on this list. That oh was a good yeah, time. cowboy song. They've got like all kind of special little moves they do and like <laughs> shout outs. Love a special little move. Oh, great. I love some moves. I forget what they are, but it's incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, they're just a great fucking rock and roll band, and they are fucking supremely underrated. Yeah, I'm gonna play the cowboy song real fast, but I do want to talk really fast about. Uh, I found. A fun fact about uh, Phil and not, uh, he fa- he's an Irish rock star. Mm-hmm. He does not like Guinness. Did not. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't like anything anymore. He's a dead mm-hmm. man. But, um, <laughs> he did not like Guinness. His favorite tipple uh, was uh, Smittick's, uh a red ah, ale style yes. beer brewed in Kilkenny. I've had that, and I think he's fucking wrong. No, <laughs> and like, he deserved to die. Yeah, <laughs> um, I like Smittick's. I think who was I was arguing with you guys, but I don't like Guinness that much either. See, I, I think it tastes like fucking Guinness. dirt I like water. I love dirt water. First of all, very very low alcohol. That's uh, what I like about but it. It's low calorie like, too. But it's all it's but it's like heavy, so you just gotta it's like fucking drinking a I loaf of bread. It looks like it's heavy, but, heavy, but yeah. it's actually light. It just doesn't do a lot for me. I gotta agree. Uh, I, get I gotta it. agree it's with lower calorie there. than these high lives here. That's fine. I don't care about calories. <laughs> I got fast metabolism. Lucky you, mm. man. Ben Casey. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, now it's all. By the way, I accidentally typed in Thin Lizzo when I was trying to type in no, Thin Lizzo, oh, yeah. and these pictures are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh boy. Um. Anyways, let's hear this cowboy song because it uh, is very sick, and it was on here. Oh wait, we we're gonna listen to Dance in the Moonlight before mm-hmm. uh, my shit uh, all got fucked up. So let's go ahead and listen to that. It's three o'clock in the morning And I'm on the streets again I disobeyed another warning I should have been here in my tent Now I won't get out till Sunday I'll have to say I stayed with friends Oh, but it's a habit worth forming to justify the end. Ooh, 
baby. That song fucking rules. Very cool. Everything loves your song rules. Casey has to go. Casey, will you give us yes. some final thoughts before you go? Just Buddies, I love you so much. Love I love Tim Lizzy. Watch their concerts online. Uh, long live Phil. I might get a Phil tattoo. Oh, if anybody shit. has any drawings or anything? Uh, That's a good idea. Send them oh, I thought you just meant the name Phil. Just then if Phil. He, it could be for anyone. If he retroactively gets canceled or something, you could make it like about Phil D- Rosenthal. Don- I mean, Phil Don- Donahue. Yeah. Phil Donahue. Yeah, just add somebody feed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I love this band. <laughs> I love this. You boys. Yeah, I love this, uh, this podcast. And I love Chicago. And I'll be there tomorrow <laughs> and Friday. <laughs> Buy tickets. First trip. Lincoln Lodge. See him. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Casey. Bye, Casey. Oh, Thanks oh, for man. coming. Um, I, right. I'm just li- even listening to that little bit of that song, which I do know and I love, uh, like Casey. But yes, it is a band. I wish I had already been watching their YouTube shit all the time because they fucking rule. every song I hear about them. Lizzie, I like, and yeah. they are just so cool yep. <laughs> and they all sound mm-hmm. good. Um, I do think before we go, we should. <laughs> <laughs> say why Casey's leaving because yes. it's very funny. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's heading to a wrestling event. So he's heading to a wrestling event, but mm-hmm. what happened was we had texted him earlier today and <laughs> we asked if we could do it at five and he said he has to leave around five so we could do it at four. I said, okay, I was doing this rehearsal thing. I said, we could do it at four. I was done at 345. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ended up picking me up. At 4.30, because he forgot where he parked his car. He was in a dude, where's my car situation. <laughs> yeah. and, he <laughs> and he had no friend to say, dude, where's my car? It was all on his own. <laughs> well, it's not our fault, because based yeah. on when I was ready, we could have started at 4. Yes. And, and then we wouldn't have had these computer problems, of course. <laughs> no, obviously, no. that messed everything up, too. But, but yeah. we could have, uh, we would, we still would have had time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's just, we could have, I mean, based on when he's leaving now. Yeah. But I think the listeners would find this fun. That uh, <laughs> during the break, he got a text from someone that was outside of his house waiting for him to drive them to the wrestling match. And he lives about a 20 minute drive away. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, not that close. And he so, was like, Yeah, I'll be there soon. <laughs> he said, I'll be there soon. That was 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and we did 20 minutes of podcasting. So, That's so funny. This could not have gone worse for old case. But, no, no, no. <laughs> mostly his fault. So Yes. Uh, we should. Uh, let's take a quick break so I can save this so we don't lose it again just in case uh we'll be right back with more thin lizzie say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill all right we're back with more thin lizzie yeah. talk without the very guest who is here to defend them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i i listened to the music and i read some stuff it's uh it was fun stuff i looked up thin lizzie controversy and uh there was some fun stuff in here there was a thing about how I, it sounds like i think uh casey covered this a little bit but uh phil line had to rise above racism a lot also we should say no we don't have to go back for the normal thing that yeah. he said yeah it was a slip of the tongue casey's like I, I didn't realize he was black i thought he was just a normal <laughs> i thought they were just a normal band <laughs> normal rock band so um, he showed his whole ass <laughs> he did he did show his whole ass that's for sure um 
Anyways, uh, I thought we might have just got a text from him being like, I'm standing outside your apartment. <laughs> Please don't say the normal thing. <laughs> um, ooh, the song that saved Thin Lizzy from being fired. I'm, I'm curious about a lot of these. This is so They were on one. Celebrity Apprentice. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they uh-huh. said, Donald, please stay. And he was like, you fu-, and then he choked. And then uh, they were, he was so embarrassed, he pretended it was on purpose. Um... In 1972, Whiskey in the Jar landed Thin Lizzy in a monumental hit in their native Ireland. And whilst it traveled just fine, it was rubbing shoulders with strong international competition. Whilst the Watergate scandal may have been stealing all the headlines and terrorism tragically crept into the sport at, uh, into sport at the Munich Olympics, yes. the musical world was entering its most diverse chapter. In fact, it spun... Oh, no, 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 stop. Uh, these ads are killing me. Um... God damn it. I'm uh do I just bail on this? This sucks. Uh this website is brutal. Um it says in fact uh I'm just gonna try to skip to the part where it's about the uh them losing their thing. Uh the boys are back in town was the first single and the rest, as they say, is history. Oh, this is from Jailbreak being their make or break moment. Uh the band was so used to chart failure that the success of such an eponymous rock hit took the band by surprise. As guitarist Scott Gorham told Classic Rock, we were playing in some club in the U.S. when our manager came in and said, well, looks like we've got a hit. <laughs> we were like, which song? Seriously, we didn't have any idea which song it was that had taken off for us. Uh, before adding, to tell you the truth, we weren't initially going to put out The Boys Are Back in Town on the Jailbreak album at all. Back then, you picked 10 songs and went with those because of some restrictions on time restrictions on vinyl. Um, they recorded 15 songs and that one was not one of them. Wow. That's oh, crazy. Wow. Uh, the management said that, by the way, I was reading about Gorham. He's the American and, uh, they called him good looking. <laughs> and if you look at a picture of the band, I mean, uh, Phil is a, is a handsome guy. He's very like, he's very charismatic and he has, he has a very cool look to him, but, uh, yeah, the others are a little goofy looking. And so it, it makes sense. <laughs> Uh, I do keep waiting for the moment when we're doing this podcast and someone bursts in the door and says, boys, you've got a hit. <laughs> you say, which episode? <laughs> it was the Ron on one. <laughs> that can't be no, we weren't even going to air that one. <laughs> um, anyways, when I looked up the controversy thing, I did find one uh, funny quote that... Uh, Tickled me. I gotta figure. I gotta find. Yeah. Why you're looking? Do you, I, I, someone must have done this joke before. I, I, this was like a hack joke back in the day. But tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. Probably the prison. Huh? Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I think you gotta take that to the stage. <laughs> I gotta take that to the time machine. Somewhere in town. <laughs> uh, I gotta find. It was about the uh, fortunate soldier. Eh, no, it's it's not that one. It's a quote where he's, it's uh, it's just a very funny like self reflective thing. But then he, the way he puts things is crass. Oh yeah, okay. So it says uh, um, this is about where is this? Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, it says most of the songs uh had been worked out before they got to Toronto. Uh, now reaching the peak of his songwriting prowess, Lineup came up with some of his best material, not least album opener "Soldier of Fortune." It boasted a spacey Pink Floyd faded in intro and a quick lock into deep grooves. Gorham doing a fine job of twi- uh, twinning his own guitars with Linet in full-on storytelling mode. I started off writing the song to put down mercenaries, he explained at the time. 
saying how disgusting it was going off and becoming a trained killer. Then as I started to write these lyrics, I began to realize that everybody has a little bit of mercenary blood in Whoa. them. You know, like sometimes I'm real brutal with chicks. Just oh, just no. go just go after them. Get what I want and say, see you later. Everything I do and say is just to get what I want. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I had to say, I am a soldier of fortune. So it wasn't as heavy as it was initially intended to be because I uh, looked more into it. It wasn't a simple question of black and white. It's not uh, the best way to talk about people. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like, this was in the 70s, and to just go, <laughs> I was... Uh, sometimes I'm real brutal with chicks. Yeah, uh, God, Phil. Somebody feed Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Have a Snickers, Phil. Don't be brutal. Um, First time I ever watched that show was at your bachelor party. Is that true? Because uh, Trey and I watched the New Orleans episode. Oh, uh, while interesting. We were in New you know, I've never watched that show. Yeah. But I, it was enjoyable. He came on, back when I was on the radio, he came on to promote it, and he was talking about it. Oh, nice. Yeah, He's yeah. an interesting guy. Um, creator of uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Pretty shocking stuff. Um, anyway, that's enough about Somebody Feed Phil. <laughs> um, we're here to talk about uh, Thin Lizzie's Phil. And, uh, man, that Guinness fact really pissed me off. <laughs> Phil Lynott was briefly in Skid Row. That's where he first met ah. Gary Moore. That's pretty interesting. Okay. A statue of Phil Lynott was put up in Grafton Street in Dublin in 2005. That's nice. Yeah, you good know, for him. Makes you feel less bad about the Irish racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as long as it's not, like, a statue they put up just to, like, throw stuff at. <laughs> you know how they do that. <laughs> Oh, I'm thinking of a pinata. Let's listen to some more music. I, I, we, we should, uh, we should get toward the, uh, the end of this part and get to the peanut galleries. See, see what people who know this band better have to say. You know. Uh, so the next song is called Cowboy Song. I am just a cowboy. I was looking back through our uh, text thread with Casey. <laughs> I forgot. So, uh, also, uh, on top of everything, he sent us three songs <laughs> instead of four, but then he asked if he could do laundry here <laughs> right afterwards. He did ask if he could do laundry. Which, he was like, I only have like 40 minutes to begin it, with. It made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> He said he needed he had stuff he needed to wash tonight. Or his trip. <laughs> yeah. Go see him in Chicago. Go My see man him is in Chicago. fucked up. He's on some other shit. <laughs> he's, he's going through something clearly. I just cracked me up in retrospect reading that he needed to do laundry. <laughs> He was on a tight fucking schedule today. I mean, in in 
full fairness, we did ask him to do the show today. So of course, yeah. Uh, this is uh, you know where our our hands are not uh, clean, but they are certainly. Uh, not as dirty as Casey's laundry that he apparently had in his car. <laughs> the only thing I'm bummed about is that we didn't know this topic further ahead of time because I'm I'm getting mad I haven't spent more time listening than Lizzie and watching their watching their videos because I yeah. like every song I hear by them. I know, and I, I have an Irish heritage. I think mm-hmm. they're really cool, and they're I just cool. I might have to do it after. I maybe really I mean yeah. this seems like a band we should maybe do again, even because uh, yeah. of the of getting shortchanged here. So I I'm not even gonna bother with going too much deeper on in facts. I think I think we should give them a second episode. Yeah. But uh, let's go ahead and hear I, Cowboy Song Rules. By the way, that's mm-hmm. that's the video I watched. It's very cool. And uh, the last song he gave us uh, was Jailbreak and uh, Tommy's uh, classic comedy <laughs> uh, stylings will lead us into that. Uh, go ahead and tell the joke again. Fuck it. Y'all hear this thin Lizzie? <laughs> Why isn't it thin Lizzie? Why isn't it Lizzie? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, here's Jailbreak. song uh similar to thin lizzie's hit the boys are back in town this song finds the band singing about the hell and unrest they are about to cause this particular evening <laughs> what a lame ass way to look uh, song was used in which movie tommy in a scene where one of the characters escapes from uh the boarding school his mother had taken him to and heads for a concert oh my god can i get one more hint uh, the band that uh the this character is going to see uh often wears makeup and has goofy. Go and do a kiss concert. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm gonna get it's, it. It's uh, Detroit Rock City. No, I've never seen. That. Yeah, I yeah. saw that movie a long time ago. It must have been in something else. Uh, uh, oh know. yeah, you know what? Uh, this was used in a 2017 commercial. For Sonos home audio equipment. Uh, yes, of course. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it should have been using a damn commercial for the show Prison Break. That would have been <laughs> fucked up. Um, anyways. It actually, uh, if I was watching that show and they played that song, I'd get pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't like what's going down. Well, too fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. It's good entertainment. I think I watched a couple episodes of Jailbreak now that I... Prison Break. Yeah. Prison Break. 
No, I watched the wrong thing. <laughs> um, no, I think I did watch a couple. That was back when I would watch shit like that. I'm pretty sure. I just remember because it was at the same time as 24. Yes, and it was like they were. It was like if you like 24, what if a guy tattooed a prison on his back, like the right. prison blueprint, mm-hmm. and you were supposed to go like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I did. <laughs> yeah, I know that I was like, "Oh, this looks cool as hell," yeah. but I don't. Rem- that's. I think that's of a type of television that's so bland that I might have forgotten watching it. Well, it doesn't exist now for people our age, you know, yeah. because anything in that like thriller or whatever we're watching, like an HBO show or like a streaming show, but the. Yeah, the network thriller is not something that. <laughs> yeah, what I mean, there is shit on. Like, I'll oh, see. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they still like, exist. I mean, they still have, like yeah. CSI and like. Yeah. Uh, I I just don't even know what the I I would not know if I turned on CBS tonight. I don't think I would know what was on. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would recognize the shows, uh, which is fucked up. Guys, support CBS. <laughs> uh, Casey Bame Salingo. <laughs> My buddy Les Moonves used to work there. I don't know if he's still around. But. Yeah, he was a good guy. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Ooh, the moon man. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's get to... Uh, let's get to... <laughs> Uh, let's get to the listeners of this show. They yeah. have thoughts. Let's hear them. We got some new uh, Patreon people today on this very day, as it were, too. Uh, Madeline or Madeline Mor- Morix. Uh, I hope I said that right. Welcome aboard, Madeline. Uh, and Alex Kinsman. You're a kinsman to us, Alex. Uh, welcome to the Patreon. We're happy to have you. Um, let's uh, let's get to these comments. So. The first one is from Joey Yates, who says, White Reaper and Sheer Mag are two modern bands that play really rad, thin Lizzie-inspired lead guitar monies. Guitar monies. Uh, I've never I've never seen that used before. I like that. Like harmonies. Yeah. Uh, both are worth checking out, and it's one of my favorite guitar tricks when a band pulls it off well. So supposedly, uh, Thin Lizzie... The reason they have two guitarists is that their old guitarist drunkenly walked off stage and never came back to the band. And uh, Phil was like, I don't want to risk that happening again. So they got two guitarists. <laughs> <laughs> That's, awesome. That's what the story I read was, yeah. at least. Uh, Nick C says, I saw Sheer Mag open up for Pup. And they fucking ruled. Great wreck. That was in response to Joey. I was mad. I just missed a sheer mag. Just played uh, for free. And I missed oh, it. Oh, shit. Because I was out of town. That's sad. That's fucked up. Uh, JV with a long one here says, Legitimately one of the greatest bands of all time. I don't know how someone could narrow it down to four songs. Well, Casey did three. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Boys Are Back in Town is an honorary Yeah, part. yeah. And I also think we... On we'll the new, play it. I think yeah. we forgot to play Dance in the Moonlight on the new recording. You, no, we played it as he was leaving. Oh, okay. that, We played yeah. it right before he left. And that was when he tried to leave right as we started it. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah. like, you gotta say bye. Um, anyways, uh, their catalog is so dense and fantastic from, uh, the earlier Celtic folk inspired work of their first few records, which are largely underrated and fantastic in their own right to the twin guitar magic. They are so well known for to the borderline motorhead sound of their final record, thunder and lightning. 
The ratio of hits to misses is extremely in favor of hits. I could gush about this band for hours, and I have, and I will again. So I'll keep it brief here. Phil Lynott is one of the greatest songwriters of all time, and his death still feels like a massive loss. Black Rose is one of the best records ever committed to tape, and I highly recommend checking out the song Here I Go Again, which is uh, one of their earlier folk-era B-sides, and one of my personal favorite songs. Has a, a tremendous melancholic chorus and a particularly great opening lyric. Big props to Casey and the Horse Piss Squadron for covering these dudes. <laughs> to anyone who hasn't cracked into their catalog, I am jealous for all of you that have yet to experience for the first time. Hey, that's a great, yeah. great writing. Oh, there's there's more here from JV. Oh, uh, definitely big thin Lizzie riffs from both these bands. That's a comment on uh, the the two wrecks from earlier. Uh, Nick C comes back in and says, love Thin Lizzy. So glad you're doing them. I know Tommy gets excited every time he hears the cowboy song line. I got my job busting Broncos for the rodeo, <laughs> buddy. That doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> uh, Mike P says jailbreak is the best ever album about breaking out of space jail. Uh, my friend's band dressed up as Thin Lizzy one Halloween and played all their hits. It was awesome, except the one guitarist kept trying to make the term guitarmonies into a joke, and it didn't land. That was a fun night. That's weird that guitarmonies yeah, came up twice. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Is that, maybe that's something they say. I don't know. Yeah. That's got to be something. Uh, did we get anything on the old Twitter? We did very quickly. Uh, I just want to read. We got a text from Casey that he felt. He said, "Sorry for fucking that up, boys. I didn't have time, and I feel like I didn't do the Liz justice. <laughs> but I think we should have Casey back and do a full episode because I had so much fun talking about these few songs. Yeah, and uh, and I want to listen to more of them. So we might do that again. But we did get uh, four tweets. A uh, friend of the show, Starla, said, "Dude, they kick so much ass." But just last night, I found out they're from Ireland, and it blew my goddamn mind. Ah, just last night. That's interesting. That's wild. Yeah. Tyler Snodgrass, uh, who has a great country music podcast, said, They rule, great hooks, incredible guitar solos, and the better twin guitar leads than just about anybody. Cowboy song is an underrated gem. Damn. Well, we rated it, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Max awesome. <laughs> Max Bettman said, Legends, Phil was taken far too soon. The greatest band of all time to come out of Ireland. Huey Lewis' appearance on Live and Dangerous is rock and roll history. Oh, shit. And uh, Garf93 said, always loved the lyric. Oh, wait, this is <laughs> this is my exact bit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Proving that it must have been done. <laughs> he said, always loved the lyric tonight. There's going to be a jailwork somewhere in this town. If I had to take a guess, where in the town? I would say the jail. <laughs> so, That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, see you in court. <laughs> Uh oh, you know what? First comment on the Facebook. Uh Nick Lasica says tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak oh, somewhere no. in this town. It's at the jail. You God said as much. <laughs> you are gonna be in a big lawsuit oh, here, brother. God. I'm like mind of Mencia. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think his name is. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Mr. Mind, <laughs> please. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I wish I hadn't said that earlier. No, no, no. I'll edit out everybody else saying oh, good. <laughs> that yeah, it'll yeah. be good. Uh, Corey Clifford says, one of the best bands ever. Always fun to party to or to drink alone and cry to a la Borderline and Running Back. Mark Handelman says, I used to cringe at Dancing in the Moonlight, but it might be a top five song. That's a perfect song. Look, man. 
Sometimes cringe is good. I'll admit my own naivete here mm-hmm. and say I did not know that was a Thin Lizzy song. I didn't I've either. heard that song 300 times. Yeah. I did not yeah. know it was a Thin Lizzy song. I did not either. Uh, Mandy Lynn says Cowboy Song is just such an excellent jam. That's true. Uh, Thin Lizzy is Goat, says Ben Eastman. Uh, Homer Shadowheart says Great Band All Around. A lot of people are in the- Oh, here we go. A lot of people comment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mitchell Potts says Thin Lizzy fucking rules No piece of art has ever made Going to a bar and grill Sound as cool as the boys are back in town does. That's a great point um, It's funny as you get older Where it's like tonight's gonna be fucking crazy Yeah and and it's like, like we're just drinking a couple have some beers, beers? Yeah. Maybe watch the football game <laughs> Lose some money gambling Dylan Fleener says, what did Johnny do to get slapped in the face? If that chick doesn't want to know, we should respect her boundaries. Um, interesting. I don't know what that's a reference to. Uh, do we listen to that song? I, don't I think that's from Boys Are Back in Town. Oh, yeah. Johnny, chill, dude. Uh, Dan yep. the, the Quickly, the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, I, yeah, this is the, the verse where it says, that time over at Johnny's place, this chick got up and she slapped Johnny's face. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't want to know, forget her. Damn. So what did Johnny do? I yeah, kind of blame. Johnny. I mean, maybe it's the cultural climate, but I am gonna blame Johnny. Yeah, I feel like I believe uh, that Johnny fucked up. <laughs> um, and they were at his place. <laughs> yeah, so he must have really done something wrong. Uh, maybe he. Uh, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. I would say he made a G.I. Jane 2 joke. Because <laughs> that's the only thing I know that gets people slapped As in the face in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, Dan Mendenhall says legitimately one of the greatest and most underrated bands of all time. Ben Verbeck. I'm very... This is a wild one, and he doesn't follow up, so I don't know what this means. And somebody else, Kevin Bannon comments that he's also curious, but uh, Ben Verbeck says T-Rex for homophobes. Whoa. Now I'm assuming T-Rex is a, is a band and not the very dinosaur. I can confirm that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely confirm that. Uh, that now, was the big thing when the strokes came out is the people that were too cool for the strokes that they were ripping off T-Rex. Oh shit. Well, that's fucked up, and uh, I do think that, even though I just heard about this band. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I would like to know more about the homophobe thing. Um, I'm assuming that is a broad stroke. Uh, Rafi Williams says the golf montage from from the totally flawless and amazing 1990 movie Navy Seals featured, I've never heard of that movie, and this poster, oh, it's, oh, this is crazy. It's it's, uh, Charlie Sheen. I don't know this movie. Um. Hmm. Uh, he says uh, it featured the boys are back in town, and I can never not think about it when the song comes on. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna read two more here. Uh, Jason Goad says they totally smoke. Well, smoking's bad, sir. So I don't know if that's what that means. But uh, he says they totally smoke, especially when they get flying with those double guitar solos going with Scott Gorham and Gary Gary Moore, like on the rocker. Live and Dangerous is one of the best live records of all time. And if you're listening to a Thin Lizzy song with harmonica, the odds are that it's, uh, the odds are good that it's Huey Lewis playing as Phil and Huey were tight friends. Phil Lynott's, uh, record solo is Soho. 
Uh, oh, record solo is so Soho is highly underrated. Okay. Uh, if I had to pick a favorite song, it's probably Emerald. Also, I went through my life pronouncing Phil's last name as Lie Not until I, uh, oh, wait, until I was uh, corrected by a very polite Irishman who told me it's pronounced Linnet. Which is how well, you pronounced it, yeah. I, I feel like I've been saying Linet this whole time. So well, I think Casey said Linet and you said Linet, and I yeah. was wondering which one was yeah. right. So I defaulted yeah. to Casey because he mm. likes the band more. I abstained from saying the name at all. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, way Casey. way to cover my bases. We should text him that he fucked up again. <laughs> um, um, very quick correction of myself, so no one yells at me, is that Oasis is the band that ripped off T-Rex. The Strokes is the oh, band. People say I the Strokes see. ripped off television. That's oh, what I was thinking. okay. Well, I do think that as well. <laughs> 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 I've never heard of television. But I don't even own a television. <laughs> um, yeah. I think at the end of the the day, we have to realize thin thin Lizzy rules. Yes, we should devote more time to them because I think we both, uh, me especially, need yeah. to spend more time with. I no, like, me too. I loved everything I heard, and I yeah. want to talk about them more. So we'll have Casey back on in like a month. And yeah, we'll, we'll do this again. We'll do a part two. I. Uh, I don't even want to get uh, like f- dig up more shit because I don't want to. I don't want to waste anything if we're going to do a part two. You're going to end um, up digging up a T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say uh, one last thing here. Jeffrey McDonald says my Irish friends pronounce it Tin Lizzie. I don't know if it's really supposed to be that, but I can't hear it any other way now. Also, Lynnet was a master, um, a monster of a bass player. Okay, mm. I agree. Um, yeah. Very cool guy. There was a fun story. I'll say one last thing about because um, their live shows apparently they're well. Tin Lizzy is a thing. Tin Lizzy is what they used to call cars. Oh, it's like a shitty car. Is a Tin Lizzy. So maybe he's got it all wrong. Yeah, that would explain why they were always saying uh, Tin Lizzy's out of gas. <laughs> and he's like, I think they're still pretty good. Um, there was a fun story in uh, in one of these profiles I read where uh, their original, uh, I want to say their original guitarist was like not prepared for them. They had never played a live show altogether the, when it was still just a three piece. And uh, <laughs> immediately Phil and the other guys started jumping around the stage or whatever. And then, but he was like, I didn't know we were supposed to do this shit. <laughs> and then he was just like in the shadows playing. And then uh, Phil grabbed him and he's like, you don't fucking move out of the lights. Damn. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. That, that would cool. be a cool moment. Yeah. <laughs> cool moment to see. But then um, someday he drunkenly just walked off stage never to return. Yeah, so that'll do it. That's a good moment. I could see that happening at one of our live shows. <laughs> <laughs> one of us <laughs> in the middle of uh, choosing which band moves on, we just drunkenly walk <laughs> away. <laughs> well, that's enough of this. <laughs> um, I did look it up to make sure I wasn't making that up. A Tin Lizzy is a term for a small, inexpensive early automobile, especially a Model T Ford. Well, there you go. Um, let's wrap this thing up. Sorry, it's a short one. We've been through a lot today. <laughs> this has been uh, such a production. But uh, thank you to our buddy, Casey James Salingo, for uh, for giving us a little bit of time. Very and little bit. <laughs> so little. So very little. When we yeah, ask for so precious. little. Uh, <laughs> But go see his ass in uh, in Chicago. Yes. Hopefully he he'll said be this, there. Uh, he said this. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Yeah. He might ask you to do laundry. At your <laughs> truly, Casey and Courtney, two of the funniest oh, yeah. people. Like our two of our favorite stand-ups. So good. You'll have, you'll have a genuinely truly. great time if you go to their show. Yeah. 
truly, uh, they're both so goddamn good. Um, we, I just saw, I got to see Casey on Sunday, and he fucking murdered. Courtney hosted when I did uh, he my hour at the Courtney? cellar. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, I'm, sp- I'm not speaking out of, out of school. Um, no, but uh, they're both. She she hosted when I did my hour at the cellar, and she killed. They're both so goddamn funny. Yeah. You're gonna love them, and seeing them both on the same show is gonna be a good time because fun. you get to see the material about each other, yes. which is yeah, very yeah. funny. I've done that before, and it's very fun to watch. So go check them out. And hey, while you're at that, while you're checking stuff out, why don't you check my ass out in Texas this weekend? In Hustler, <laughs> that's right. They finally agreed to put me up. Uh, actually, I I found every copy of Hustler in the country and glued pictures of me <laughs> in there. So check that out. Um, but no, I will be in Austin at Cap City this very weekend. That is the twenty third and twenty fourth in the side room. So come to that. And then uh, the uh, I'll also be I've got a bunch of shit coming up. I'll be in Poughkeepsie for one night. That is uh, October seventh. I'll be in Winnipeg at Rumors the eleventh through the fifteenth. God, that's a long week. And then I'll be in Houston twenty first and twenty second. Get tickets. I'm doing my album at the uh, Comedy Fort in November. Also, me and Tim McLaughlin are doing a cross good. Cross country road tour. We're stopping in Columbus, Ohio, Chicago, Illinois at the very Lincoln Lodge we just promoted, and uh, some other stops. So mm. Check that out. That's the only time you'll hear the words Tim and cross country in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim is more of a short distance uh, guy. <laughs> um, Tommy, what you got? I'll be at No Cap City. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! The no, no, <laughs> no! The damn why did I agree to go to Cap City? <laughs> you're gonna be lying your ass off. <laughs> Um, if you're in New York, I'll be at CYSK on Saturday. One of the best shows. Yes. I'm trying to get a new tape, so nice to see some faces in the crowd. Get a nice little tape. I was just looking at a tape from the other day. I'm going to be posting some clips from actually tomorrow. Um, guys, get on the Patreon. We love you. All right. We'll see you next week. Keep it crispy. Bye. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.